this and every Meet the Press episode is to do all of the following in one informative hour. Make you mad, make you think, shake your head in disapproval, and nod your head in approval. If you do all of that in one hour of this show, we've done our job. Uh, that's Chunk Todd. Chunk, he's going back to Shakespeare in the Park because, you know, his roots are very important to him. He's gone from uh, Face the Meat. Well, yeah, but he's still going to, they're still going to pay him at NBC Fake News. Now, he took over from uh, Tim Russert, right? Tim Russert, who uh, passed away, sadly. And uh, Tim Russert was another former Democrat Capitol Hill staffer that was the host of Meet the Press for many years. I used to see him in the neighborhood. He hung out uh, back then at a place that I hung out at. And he was a perfectly nice guy, very uh, jovial and jocular. And have a beer and talk to everybody in the place. Chunk hides in the corner and rubs his claws together like Gollum. Is that his name, Gollum? Yeah. And uh, Chunk, uh, leaving face the meat, but at least they have a WOC to replace Chunk with. He's... Uh, a purportedly straight uh, white man. But it is Pride Month, and everywhere you look, I'm, I'm telling you, there's a lot of pride out there. I Honestly, my best girl and I spent the weekend in Annapolis, Maryland, home of the United States Naval Academy, and, uh, uh, and it was, uh, I think, Pride Day, Pride Month, whatever, on uh, Saturday. And uh, we were there on Saturday and, and hung out with our friends uh, Larry O'Connor and Meredith, and we had dinner at a nice place on the water there which has since flooded, by the way, what with the full moon and everything and whatever else. And uh, interesting, interesting stuff. But, the uh, yeah, it was Pride uh, Day or something in Annapolis, and all the boats and the, the streets are lined in Annapolis, Maryland, home of the Naval Academy, with transgender flags, flags, the transgender flags, and uh, not the regular rainbow flags, but the transgender flags, lining the streets of Annapolis, Maryland, because that's the new normal, uh, because Democrats, and that, that's, that's the thing about that. Um, and, oh, the front page of the Washington Post today has an amazing piece about the, I read with great interest, uh, about those terrible right-wing extremist Republicans who are boycotting Targay and uh, Coles and uh, what else, Bud Light and Bud Light, uh, just because, you know, like they've lost $27 billion, Anheuser-Busch, since this great decision from their from their Harvard Wharton educated business Zarina, who is uh, now on uh, apparently permanent leave, but still collecting her pay, probably in the islands somewhere. It's uh, good to be a Democrat, isn't it? Twenty-seven. In fact, that was last week that they had lost twenty-seven billion dollars. They're probably going to name a building after her at uh, Harvard because she's been such a disaster. They'll bring her back to uh, teach. You know after she collects uh, millions of dollars for uh, the, one of the great epic failures in the history of capitalism, probably bring her back to Harvard to teach there. Seems like a likely outcome. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the uh, Pride Day in Annapolis, Maryland, and then that was Saturday. And then uh, yesterday we were actually up there because we went to do some firearms training. We went to do my best girl and I, some firearms training. That was yesterday. And while we were in the midst of our day of uh, firearms training, there was a huge boom, a huge boom. Perhaps you heard something about it. And it turned out it was a sonic boom, 
a sonic boom. I wonder, has Joe Biden, you remember when Joe Biden was giving the commencement address at the United States Air Force Academy in Colorado Springs last week? Uh, before he fell down, before he dropped to the ground like a bag of potatoes. You know, was it, remember when Hillary Clinton fell to the ground like a bag of potatoes? We actually made a film, we made a video about that, and uh, we got a 10-pound bag of potatoes and put a blonde wig on it and, uh, and, and lipstick, I think, and then it was, and, uh, and it fell downstairs and uh, got caught in the elevator and stuff, remember? <laughs> and that was Hillary falling like a bag of potatoes. Then Joe Biden fell like a bag of potatoes. But you may remember the uh, United States Air Force Thunderbirds flew over. They did a flyover during the Air Force Academy graduation. Who are those guys that fly over shortly? You heard of them, haven't you? Three of them are women. Are they transgender women? So don't okay. screw around, guys. So don't screw around, guys, because, what, they might bomb you? Is that, uh, is that what you're saying? That's the... The Democrats are just demented. They're completely insane. And now, I want to know whether the... Now, I, I can't believe we haven't heard yet whether the uh, sonic boom over the uh, national capital region yesterday, whether that was a uh, transgender pilot or a lady pilot or LGBTQ pilot or a pilot of color. That's a POC, a, a pilot of color. Because these are the things that are really important to the Democrats. Speaking of which, and the news media, of course... Speaking of which, um, things important to the Democrats, we've got some audio for you today of uh, Senator Sheldon Whites only. You know Senator Sheldon Whites only? He, uh, he belongs to a—he's a Democrat senator from Rhode Island, and he belongs to a whites-only yacht club that only white people can join. And I think recently they said they're, they're, not, uh, they're no longer uh, whites-only after it became something of an issue. Then we found out they let a Greek in. You know they let a <laughs> they let a, they let a Greek uh, become a member. <laughs> it's like, hey, wait a minute, you guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he belongs to this whites only yacht club because he's a Democrat, and that's okay. I'm a Democrat, and I'm okay. Uh, and uh, so we, wait till you hear this audio from Sheldon Whiteman, where he uh, he <laughs> he he actually he I think he's not a bright man. He's not a bright man. I think his wife dresses him up, and he's got politician hair, and he gets a Brooks Brothers truck stripe suit, and he stands there, uh, and it looks pretty good until he starts talking. But uh, he said something crazy over the weekend that um, that I want to share with you, and and he, and he, I think he wasn't supposed to say it out loud. He said that bill that Joe Biden signed, you know, the adding trillions to the national debt. He said it's good for the Democrats, but terrible for the American people, uh, which is pretty normal. Pretty normal, but you're not supposed to say that out loud. And Sheldon White, man, Sheldon White Club, Sheldon Whites only. He uh, he said it out loud. So I've got that for you. It's a pretty uh, it's a pretty amazing uh, moment. Pretty amazing moment. I uh, I also had a conversation uh, with my great friend Larry O'Connor, with whom uh, my best girl and I had dinner on Saturday night in Annapolis, Maryland, uh, with his best girl, um, and uh, we had a we had a lovely time. But I had a great conversation with Larry. Larry was at uh, Larry O'Connor. The great Larry O'Connor was at a um, uh, kind of a talk radio convention of sorts, a gathering in New York. Perhaps you've heard of it. Uh, last uh, week, it was I think he was there Friday, uh, Thursday, and Friday, and uh, I didn't go. I, I wasn't invited. I, you know, <laughs> that's okay. I got I got stuff to do. And uh, he was up there, and he was talking to a. Um, 
a colleague who was at the uh, the talk radio event. And I want to share this story with you because it's a fascinating and revealing story that Larry shared with me. And I, I, I hadn't heard it until Larry told me. And I want to... Uh, I want to share it with you because it's very revealing. It's about the media, also known as the news media, also known as the press. You know, you know who they are, the usual suspects. And it's it's quite a remarkable it's quite a remarkable story. It really is. Yeah. So the sonic boom yesterday, it went boom, um, boom, shika boom, and and it was uh, real loud and and it was a lot of fun. Um, we, my best girl and I. Again, we're with our friend Ryan Gass, former United States Marine. He spent his time in the Marine Corps training other Marines on firearms, and now he runs a business here in, the, in this area, all over this area, PTP Guns, PTP Guns, and uh, trains people on firearms and, uh, and, and to get your concealed carry permits and recertify for your concealed carry permits in Maryland, Virginia, and D.C. and all that stuff. So we were with uh, him and uh, and uh, doing this this uh, thing, and we were actually at the American Legion Hall. We were at the American Legion Hall, and we were stepping outside because we were heading out to go to another location to do the range, the range shooting. We were in Edgewater, Maryland, at the American Legion Hall, and we stepped outside. We were getting in our cars, and boom, the boom happened. Boom shakalaka laka, boom shakalaka laka, and. And um, and everybody took note. I mean, it was a big boom. And we looked around. There were uh, like 12 of us, I guess. And uh, someone came walking out, a man, identifiably a man, came out of the American Legion Hall and, and uh, kind of stepped out the door and looked up and looked around. He thought since we're there doing firearms training, perhaps he thought maybe it came from us, right? And uh, he looked around. He said, "What's that?" And uh, said, uh, "Don't know." Big boom. And we started. And, and the in the car next to us, where my best girl and I were, a woman rolled down her car window. She and it was an electric window. You know, you, we still call it rolling down. I guess you put down your window. And uh, and she said, "What was that?" Right. And the man came out of the American Legion Hall and said, "What was that?" And everybody's looking around. And I said. Uh, there were people looking at me and looking at Ryan and, and, and I said, I do not know, you know, maybe a, a firework, uh, or dynamite. It sounded like dynamite. And I said, but not one stick sounded like more than one stick of uh, dynamite. If it's dynamite and we're out in an area, there are a lot of wooded areas around where, where we were, uh, in Edgewater, Maryland at the American Legion Hall. And, um, and everybody was, you know, uh, kind of scratching our heads. What was that? What was that? And it wasn't actually because then we went off to the shooting range and spent a bunch of time shooting uh, firearms, you know, pistols at targets, as you might expect, <laughs> and uh, for <coughs> reasons of certification and recertification and things like that. And um, and it wasn't until we left there that uh, who sent it? Uh, somebody sent it on our text thread, Michael. Uh, that it was uh, the Pentagon announces it was a fighter jet, or fighter jets, plural, breaking the sound barrier, F-16s, as a matter of fact. I'm very familiar with the F-16. I, you know, I, I own one for personal use. <laughs> I don't own one for personal use. But if I were, um, uh, you know, one of these billionaire guys, I would, <laughs> because that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, so it turns out, and it's, and it's a tragic, obviously. It's a tragic story. Uh, it started out as what was that? 
big explosion and heard all around the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and in Maryland and Virginia, off to the eastern shore in Maryland, out in Virginia, uh, many miles west of Washington, D.C. itself and around Washington, D.C., where there's usually a lot of noise and you occasionally hear explosions because it's Washington, D.C. But it was uh, it was really something. It got everybody's attention. And you've probably seen videos of, like, the dog sleeping on the wooden deck behind a house and gets up and run away. Everybody's seen that one, right? And uh, nice, uh, nice woman who started making a video of herself, and before she even started talking, there was boom, and she was just kind of stunned into silence. And it was... Uh, it was quite an interesting, quite an interesting thing, the sonic boom. A couple of F-16s were scrambled because an airplane, a uh, private jet, which had uh, left out of Tennessee, was headed up to New York, Long Island to land up there. Uh, very well-to-do family, and um, and the uh, we don't know exactly what happened, but everybody says, and it looks correct, like it's a kind of a Payne Stewart. Remember the golfer, private jet. They lost pressurization in the cabin. Uh, everybody passed out. The plane flew around like an unguided missile for quite some time till it ran out of fuel, and then it crashed, and it was a horrible and tragic uh, situation. It looks like this is essentially a replay of that. So the, the news people were all over it, a, a loud noise similar to an explosion. Yeah, it was uh, very much like an explosion. Heard in Washington, D.C., Metroplex. We now live in a Metroplex. Is that a sexual reference, do you think? The, uh, the Metroplex area uh, was a sonic boom of military aircraft sc- scrambling to catch up to a Cessna aircraft, Cessna Citation, I believe, with uh, an unresponsive pilot before crashing, killing all four people aboard. And it was a terrible thing. The city of Annapolis uh, put out a, a statement. We were close, about 10 miles from Annapolis at the time. Loud bur- boom was heard across the the uh, the DMV they call it the, uh, uh, the, the and I don't like that DMV that's the Department of Motor Vehicles right uh, so they call it the District Maryland and Virginia DMV but uh, really I, I I never liked that I I just call it the DC area something like that you know so the uh, uh, just a uh, screwy crazy and tragic story uh, and uh, the F-16s. Uh, Air National uh, Guard base uh, out of Atlantic City, near Atlantic City, New Jersey, scrambled two jets. And two D.C. National Guard, Washington, D.C. National Guard F-16s also, going after the Cessna in case it was a threat to the national capital. This has been a norm jets on standby since September 11th when the radical Islamic Muslim jihadis crashed planes into the World Trade Center and and the Pentagon and, and beyond. And there is more because then the Democrats responded. Uh, Wait till you hear this. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. 
Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford anything, wherever you listen. All right, I'm going to... uh Yet more into this uh, tragic airplane situation in the Washington, D.C. Um, area and uh, how the, you know, uh, liberals, uh, self-described, really leftists, have responded to the tragic death of a, a woman, uh, her little baby daughter, the uh, nanny that was flying with them. It's a private jet, after all, and the pilot. And when given an opportunity to reveal who they are, uh, the left uh, does that pretty constantly. Now, so many stories, so many amazing stories, and, and uh, I'm going to try to get to them all. Right now, let's go to the telephones. We are at 888-630-9625. Let's go to Jeff calling from Hagerstown, Maryland. Jeffrey, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Good morning, Chris, and happy Monday. So... It's Pride Month. Uh, do they actually have enough material to last a whole month? Uh, can't they get this thing wrapped up in a week, man? Come on. Uh, I mean, really. But you know what? I'll be a good sport. I'll play along. I'm going to identify now as one hip cat. My pronouns are bro, dude, and I will accept man. As in, back in my high school days, it was like, Slap me five, man. Hey, what's happening, man? Hey, man, you got another cigarette? In any case, <laughs> let's uh, let's begin to begin, bro. I, I think maybe next day. month. No, thank you, thank you, Jeff. Maybe next month should be like uh, you know uh, groovy month, and everybody can be groovy, and we can have pronouns like uh, Jeff said of cat and baby. How about baby? Hey, baby. You know, uh, you like Lorenzo said Dubois. Uh, but my friends call me LSD. Yeah, call me man and bro and uh, cat. Uh, you know, uh, honestly, uh, I, I you know, I just I don't know what country uh, everybody around here grew up in, but the country I grew up in, nobody really cared. Hey, uh, did you know he's gay? No, I didn't. Uh, Want to go get lunch? Who cares? You know. But here we are. And uh, honestly, I don't think we had this many parades. When we uh, won World War II, we certainly didn't have this many parades for Korean War vets coming home or Vietnam War vets coming home or celebrations or anything else. I'm like, hey, what did you guys win? What did you guys accomplish? Why are we having this parade everywhere? all these news stories in front of me, why don't you? Yeah, so this uh, tragic situation yesterday where uh, a private jet, life is good, flying a mother and her toddler daughter to a destination, Long Island, New York, uh, and the plane apparently, the best guess at this point is lost pressurization, um, 
and had made it all the way up to um, Long Island and then did a U-turn and started flying back south. It was being tracked by NORAD and uh, our air defenses, and and uh, the plane looked like it was headed for Washington, D.C. Would it crash into the White House or the Capitol? Uh, so we're, we're on high alert and have been for 22 years or something. And uh, a plane scrambled, F-16 fighter jet scrambled out of uh, Andrews, now called Joint Base Andrews, just outside of Washington, where Air Force One flies out of and, and so on. And uh, apparently two more F-16 jets, Air National Guard unit out of New Jersey, and they were airborne and uh, were told to step on it to get to this plane. The Cessna that looked like it was flying, uh, who knows, was somebody at the controls? Was it an unguided missile? They couldn't tell, uh, but they wanted to take a close-up look. So the uh, fighter jets, the fighter pilots, were were authorized to break the sound barrier, which you're not normally authorized to do because it breaks people's windows and things like that. A very loud sonic boom uh, is created. First experienced, first created by Chuck Yeager, the great Chuck Yeager. And, uh, hey, we broke the sound barrier. And when you do that, go faster than the speed of sound. When you do that, uh, there's a giant boom. And we just discovered that in the United States when Chuck Yeager uh, went faster than the sound barrier. Nobody knew that was going to happen. But it's a, it's a cool and crazy thing. Now, here's the, the headline from the Daily Mail out of the United uh, Kingdom, which is another country altogether. NRA exec and Trump donor, these are the first words of the headline, says daughter and granddaughter, two, two years old, were killed alongside nanny and pilot in private jet crash that sparked F-16 response as unresponsive pilot flew over the Capitol, the capital of the United States of America, uh, not the Capitol building. Barbara Rumpel, an NRA leader and conservative donor, confirmed her daughter and granddaughter died in the crash. Virginia State Police confirmed to the Daily Mail that no survivors have been located from the private jet crash. My family is gone. My daughter... And granddaughter, Rumpel wrote in comments on a post shared, uh, and and it's just a shared to, to her attendance at an NRA conference. That's the like the third time the NRA has been mentioned. And then the lead sentence: an NRA executive, like how we're identifying the person, has revealed her forty-nine-year-old daughter. Her forty-nine-year-old daughter. Um, and uh, the and, and her forty nine year old uh, daughter's daughter the uh, uh, the granddaughter um, it is uh, you know a, a tragic thing the uh, the 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 pilot the forty nine year old daughter two year old granddaughter were killed alongside the girl's nanny uh, and uh, the pilot when a private Cessna plane crashed in Virginia leaving no survivors. Um, so Barbara Rumpel is a businesswoman and member of the NRA Women's Leadership Forum in Florida, confirmed in a uh, uh, news on Facebook Sunday that the small plane went down in the mountains, mountainous region of Virginia. And uh, she posted, my family is gone. Now, the flight had prompted the Pentagon to scramble on an interceptor uh, fighter jet, multiple fighter jets in reality after uh, the uh, pilot was deemed to be unresponsive to radio calls and so on, fighter jets went up and the 
you know, fighter jets carry flares that they can deploy when there is another fighter jet chasing them. And another fighter jet can fire a heat-seeking missile, a heat-seeking missile, at the, uh, the adversarial, the enemy fighter jet. And the heat-seeking missile um, homes in on, the, on the, the heat from the jet on the airplane, right? And so as a defensive measure, our fighter jets and other airplanes, military airplanes, can deploy flares. And they send flares sometimes in large numbers, sometimes in small numbers, bright red flares, because they create a great deal of heat and they will cause the heat-seeking missile to be behind you in your fighter jet, and they will cause the heat-seeking missile to be deceived and chase the flare, thus saving the jet and the fighter pilot uh, uh, from the heat-seeking missile, right? So these, according to the Pentagon, at least one of the fighter jets went up, uh, got in front of the, uh, or close to the Cessna uh, private jet, and deployed flares in an effort to you know, get the attention. Hey, maybe the pilot's sleeping. Let's uh, see if we can wake him up. And this has led to no end, uh, uh, you know, uh, of people conjecturing that the Air Force shot the plane down or, uh, you know, there's something something tricky going on here, right? Um, but it is, uh, that's, that's the official story anyway. Of course, you know, taking the official story from any government agency at face value these days is more and more difficult, isn't it? Virginia State Police confirmed that the uh, wreckage was not found until uh, four hours later, around 8 p.m. Sunday. There were no survivors among the uh, four people aboard, and the search was eventually suspended. Uh, Rumpel's husband, John, claimed that uh, the entire family was on the plane. It was their daughter and their granddaughter, uh, at least. Rumpel claimed his family was headed back to their home in East Hampton on Long Island, New York, a very nice area with uh, big houses, many of them on the ocean and, and so on. Um, they had been visiting him in North, uh, North Carolina. So the, uh, the flight did a U-turn over Washington, D.C. I don't think that's accurate either. I think the U-turn was much farther north. Uh, but on its uh, flight path, uh, while it was headed toward New York, NORAD, aircraft use flares to try to draw attention uh, from the pilot. So the flight tracking sites showed the jet uh, suffered a rapid spiraling descent, dropping at one point of a rate of more than 30,000 feet per minute and crashing uh, in the uh, St. Mary's wilderness. Uh, so that's, you know, that's basically the story. And it's, and it's uh, a tragic story of a family's loss and they're a successful family. They have a, a jet. Uh, I don't know if it's their own or they charter the jet. A lot of people charter jets for travel back and forth. And, uh, you know, you houses in the Hamptons, this is very common. Um, and then the, the story broke and it was reported. And, and everybody was talking about the sonic boom around uh, D.C. There is no doubt about that. And then I, I went this morning to the, uh, to the Daily Mail uh, story and, uh, and I looked at... Uh, I looked at the the comments coming from from the you know people who went online to comment. You know how they are, and it was uh, I think fair to say filled with uh, nasty, mean spirited, horrific, hate filled leftists attacking the family because they are affiliated with the National Rifle Association. One uh, Trump 
supporters. There are pictures of them with Donald Trump and with other members of the Trump family that have been posted online. So naturally, the lefties are going bat guano crazy, as always, and attacking them. So now you know what it's like. You support the NRA and weapons of war. So now your family's dead. So how does it feel? A lot of that, uh, a lot of that sort of uh, uh, stuff going on. And the comments, and quite honestly, you know, we're still keeping our ear to the ground with MSDNC and CNN. Uh, but the, the lefties online are, are attacking the, uh, the family um, from, uh, you know, because they, they hate everybody. They're, they're a well-to-do family. They have access, at least, to a private jet. They know Trump and have donated to Trump. So hate, hate, hate from the left. Uh, uh, and then the National Rifle Association protecting your constitutional rights, your Bill of Rights, your Second Amendment rights, your right to defend yourself, which is every human's right. Uh, but the left doesn't believe that because they are the hobnailed boot of the state, right? No NRA condolences when children are repeatedly being killed in mass shootings, though. Vote in every election. Vote the Republican Party out of existence. This is the standard response from lefties when they see an opportunity to be nasty and mean-spirited and, and uh, you know, that's, uh, that's who the Democrat Party, that's what the Democrat Party has become. And I don't even want to read a lot of them, but they're the tone and the tenor, very much like that, uh, easy to find because the Democrat Party uh, breeds anger and hate, and uh, those, are, those are their central values, I think, at this point. And, and that leads me to a story that my uh, great friend Larry O'Connor shared with me, and that is that uh, Larry O'Connor, we again, we had dinner in Annapolis. Uh, Larry's daughter just graduated from the Naval Academy as a freshly minted naval ensign uh, heading into the fleet, and she's just uh, couldn't be greater. And uh, we went and hung out and had some beers with some uh, young, uh, also fresh graduates of the Naval Academy going into the Marine Corps and uh, to the Navy on Saturday night at Larry's house uh, because he's a great American and, uh, and his uh, family is great. But Larry, was, uh, uh, Larry told me a story that he was at this talkers convention, it's called in New York, last week. And he was uh, having a nice conversation and, and uh, heard from uh, one of the participants in the conference, uh, Lee Harris. Lee Harris was with 1010 Winds in New York, radio station in New York, for a long, long time, forever and ever, and uh, has now left uh, there to go to News Nation, I believe. But Lee Harris made an extraordinary point. And Lee Harris said when he first started in radio, the big story when he started in radio was the, uh, the story out of Chicago of a uh, psycho killer there um, who had murdered lots and lots of little boys. And John Wayne Gacy was all over the front pages of the news when he, like the week he started in radio. John Wayne Gacy m uh, murdered 33 young men. He was a psycho killer homosexual who kidnapped young boys and, and uh, um, uh, uh, kept them and sexually abused them and then murdered them. And then their bodies were found in the crawl space of his house, 33 young men. And, um, and it was obviously a horrible, horrible story. I was living in Chicago and I was a teenager at the time. Uh, and, um, and a horrible story. 
And the point that, uh, that Lee Harris made was, I think, a really good point. And that is that when John Wayne Gacy was arrested, the news media didn't look into what his political affiliation was, didn't look into whether he was a Democrat or a Republican. It was Chicago. Chances are uh, pretty good he was a Democrat. But the, the story of John Wayne Gacy and the murdered young men uh, was not about politics. It was not about John Wayne Gacy's politics or the politics of the kids or the politics of, of anything. None of it had the coverage, the news media, the, the late-night shows. The, uh, none of it was about politics, which is kind of interesting because now every time there's a shooting, there's a mad rush to find out what the politics, by the media primarily, but also by the Democrats, I'm just going to politicize it and say by the Democrats. Um, the, the reality is, and, and look, the Republicans do it too, uh, I, everybody has fallen into this trap because the political class in the United States has, we've reached a point where absolutely everything is political. Your, your sexuality is political. Your children have been politicized. The sexuality of your children, combining the two, has been politicized. Uh, schools have been politicized. The military has been politicized. The police have been politicized. And every time there is an incident uh, involving, you know, the, the, let's go with the Tennessee, the Christian school. Uh, we could go back to, I mean, all kinds of things. The um, uh, pro-life rally in Washington, D.C. And, um, you know, a, a group, a school group from, from uh, where were they, uh, Covington, uh, Kentucky, the Covington Catholic School, they're in town. Uh, what was his name? Nick Sandman. Yeah, Nick Sandman. Nick Sandman, thank you very much. Uh, he's wearing a, a Make America Great Again hat, and the Indian guy is banging his drum and getting in the teenager's face. And immediately the news media just politicized the hell out of it. And, and they're like, oh, wait, he's wearing a Trump hat. So he's the villain of the story, right? And this, our news media is driving so much of the polarization and so much of the division in this country, that it should be noted, and, and uh, the news media should be called out uh, for this every time they do it. There's something aggressive about standing there. Right. Uh, MSDNC, there's something aggressive about standing there. A 16-year-old in town with his Catholic school for the uh, March for Life and uh, he made the mistake of standing there, and that was deemed to be aggressive by a filthy, corrupt news media. Um, and uh, Lee Harris made a great point. You know, John Wayne Gacy, his first giant story on the radio, and nobody was saying, is he a Democrat or a Republican? I'm going to look it up. I'll bet a dollar he was a Democrat. Let's politicize it now. Uh, but our media is driving the division, and they do it for ratings and for dollars. And uh, and honestly, um, what would a legitimate media do if we had one? We're at 888-630-9625. Why didn't you walk away? Yeah, and the, uh, yeah the Democrats, they're, they're all over the Internet. I guess guns don't protect you from a plane crash. Yeah, you guys got it going on, huh? And all the reasons that they have to hate these people, the left, they're wealthy, so there's class warfare. They have a jet 
So now they're online saying, oh, you're destroying the planet, flying a jet. Yeah, because you guys are saving the environment. I uh, yeah, I think that's what's going on here. They uh, hate him for having a nanny. They hate him for supporting Trump. They hate him for being Republican. They hate them for uh, working with the NRA to protect and defend the Bill of Rights in the United States of America. Uh, pay no pay no attention to any of this. Uh, pretty amazing stuff. Yeah, you're 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 a Democrat party, and and they they have an opportunity to go online and express themselves in the comments page, and and then you can see the people that are not Democrats saying things like God bless them and their family, may God comfort them in this time of need. Um, you know, prayers for them. You can see the difference between the two political parties in the comments thread on this story that the Daily Mail posted. Pretty, uh, pretty extraordinary. And you can tell every time, every time I'm telling you. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That is a, uh, that's a crazy, crazy thing. Now, that's your, that's your Democrat Party. I will you hear this uh, Sheldon Whiteman uh, thing, white senator, Whites only, uh, Democrat. He's a you know an old colleague of Joe Biden's who was anti-racial segregation in schools and and things. I uh, Mike, let's grab a quick call. Let's go to line two. Let's go to Don calling from Pennsylvania. Don, you're on the Chris Plant show. Hey Chris. Hey Don. Great, great show. Thank you. Uh, I've been listening listening for years. Anyway, I had two quick points. Uh, all the airspace uh, security they're talking about, talking about these different uh, you know, level green, red, and yellow, this and that. <laughs> I didn't hear any word about the gyrocopter that flew in and landed on the Capitol grounds. They didn't know what to do with that thing. <laughs> yeah, that was some time yeah. ago. The security, airspace security here is much tighter, much tighter than it used to be. Um, yeah, and he flew right in. He was a friend of mine. He he did some jail time for that, though. Yes, he did, but, yeah. And you had another question, and I thought it was an interesting yeah, question. Other, Go Real quick, we're running out of time. Yeah, Chris Christie, uh, Mr. Trump gave a very private uh, rally, and I attended it. Uh-oh. We've run out of time on you. Sorry, Don. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on. Right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra 5 to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen.